Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Devotion this morning. Yes, it's another week, but hopefully it's not a blue Monday. It's not a miserable Monday for you. Our hearts and our thoughts, our prayers are with each of you today. And what a great moment, just a great time to be able to join in together to see each and every one of you and to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. I just saw Lloyd go by, Jody, Adrian, Yolanda, June. Thank you for making this a special time. And truly, truly, you are the one that you do that when we get together. We are fulfilling the admonition in sort of a 21st century 2020 model of gathering two and three and in groups and encouraging one another and finding that the presence of the Lord is in the midst of it all. Can I get a witness to that? Amen. So thank you, Deborah, Martha, Leah, Lillian, Lillian and Lillian. Oh, I saw two go by, different spellings. And I know both of you and you're wonderful people. And welcome to each of you, all of you. I just believe God is at work and he's doing the best of things in the worst of times. And one of the things, the chief thing that we need in the worst of times is that all-important, valuable commodity of faith. Can I get a witness to that? Amen. We need faith, and I want to talk to you about that today. So let's look forward to a great week. This is a week the Lord has made, a day the Lord has made. Just follow the page, like the page, share the page. Share with someone who needs an encouraging word during this season, because today... Truly, this is an encouraging word that this Monday, October 26, in the year of our Lord, your faith, my faith, our faith is on trial. We say that these are trying times, and the phrase actually goes back to the American Revolution when Thomas Paine wrote that essay called The American Crisis. He began with the words, These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the loves and thanks of every man and every woman. Yeah, George Washington had that letter, that essay, read to his troops on Christmas Eve as they prepared to cross the Delaware for that pivotal battle of Trenton. These are trying times. James opened his letter in scripture and he spoke of the trying. He said, the trying of your faith, that your faith, my faith, it's on trial. The courtroom, it's the year of 2020. The jury is comprised of those who are depending on you. The prosecutor, the enemy of your soul, your advocate, my advocate is the same as our judge the Lord Jesus Christ. And may your faith be like that of Job's and may it not be found wanting and may it be found sufficient for the days that we're living in right now. Your faith is on trial. And I've read some of you and I see CEO go by Karen Yolanda and I know trials that some of you are facing. Your faith is on trial. 
But I am praying that your faith fails not, amen, and that it will see you through this difficult season. How do we compare the day in which we live? Is there, we, we call it unprecedented. These are unprecedented times. But if I was to pick up the Bible and put my finger on a day like today, I would have to choose Calvary Eve, that night before Golgotha, that night of great confusion, that night when people were scattering and not knowing what to do. That, that very night was also Passover night. And it had a historical connection when the children of Israel prepared their homes. They put the lamb within, blood of the lamb with the doorposts, waiting for the angel of the Lord to pass through Egypt. But Jesus on this night, Calvary Eve, had eaten the Passover meal with his disciples, but in a different way. Now it would become the Last Supper, the Lord's Supper. For the Lamb of God was prepared to take away the sins of the world, The shadow of the Old Testament was to gain substance in the New Testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was about to fulfill the purpose for which he was born. Do you remember that night? That night in Calvary Eve when he looked at the chief apostle Simon Peter and said, in effect, get ready. Your faith is about to go on trial. He said, Simon, I need to tell you something. The enemy's been talking lately. And he desires to sift you as wheat. But I prayed for you. I prayed for you, Simon, that your faith fails not. You see, this is the trial of our faith. It's not stopped. It wasn't just exclusive to then, 2,000 years ago, or exclusive to Simon Peter. The enemy is after you and me. And he wants to sift me and you like wheat. Like Simon, we've made some bold statements. Can I get a witness to that? We made some bold statements in the past. Yeah, we've testified God's going to make a way. We've sung songs like, come what may, we're going to trust in God. We're going to praise him through any trial that God's going to see us through that I've got confidence. Yeah, but these are the days where what we said and what we sang, that's going to be tried. This is a trial of our faith. This is a test of our bold proclamation of our testimonies, that these testimonies can be forged into greater ones. You see, the enemy tries us for a very single reason. He wants to destroy us. The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes, yes, he wants to destroy us. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. So if he allows us to be tried and tempted, it's for an altogether different reason than our destruction. God's not interested in us failing. He wants us to succeed. He wants us to be more than a conqueror through him who loved us and gave himself for us. So why does God allow our faith to be tried? So he can take the dross from the silver. He can refine us. When it's all said and done, he can bring out our faith as pure gold tried in the fire. Oh, praise God. The enemy wants to wear out the saints of the Most High, to call us fall, to fall by the wayside, to give up in the day of adversity. But God permits us to be tested, to reveal that he put the right stuff inside of me and you, and that he's watching over us that he's not abandoned us or forsaken us. Can I get a witness to that? Your faith may be on trial, but your faith is not on trial alone. He is there with you. Describe, Brother Curley, describe what does it mean when a person's faith is on trial? Now, let me see if I can do that. A person's faith is on trial 
when they hear they've lost the job, when the family seems to be on the ropes. It's when you're grieving and you're mourning the loss of people. Maybe, maybe you're grieving over what could have been, what should have been, what might have been. It's when you know your faith is on trial. Your faith is on trial when you've reached for the brass ring and you've failed and you've fallen. And you see things crash and burn around you. You took a risk. You skated out on thin ice and you've heard the ice crack beneath you. That's when you know your faith is on trial. How do I know when faith is on trial? It's when you lose a job and you begin to wonder, is he really who he says he is? Is he Jehovah Jireh? Does he still provide? Your faith is on trial when you get sick and you wonder, is he really Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, the one whose back, whose back was riven for my healing? Yeah. Your faith is on trial when you feel so all alone and you wonder, is he really Jehovah Shema, that present help in the time of trouble, a friend that sticks close to their brother, and you're flat on your back and you're wondering, is he Jehovah Nisi? Is he my banner of victory? God, can you take this battle that I'm going through and transform it into something beautiful? That's how you know when your faith is on trial. Your faith is on trial when you're treated unfairly and nobody's there to defend you. But can I say that Jesus knows how you feel? Because it happened to him, he was led like a lamb to the slaughter. Your faith is on trial when people are lying about you. Oh my, oh my. And they speak their slander. Well, Jesus knows how you feel there. It happened to him on Calvary Eve. Your faith is on trial when your friends, your closest companions prove false and walk away. And it happened to Jesus too. When people ridicule you, insult you. Yeah, Jesus felt that too. That's when you know your faith is on trial. Your faith is on trial when the meal barrel runs empty and when confusion seems to be enthroned and frustration is rising and fear is mounting and disappointment and discouragement ride side saddle through your heart and soul and your hopes and dreams are crushed. That's when you know your faith is on trial. But I love this, this one that Jesus prayed for, Simon Peter. He said, I'm praying that your faith fail not. He opened his letter, his first letter, by saying, the suffer we're, suffering we're going through, it's for a purpose. It's for the trying of our faith. It's for a reason. He said, how do you know? Because God has begotten us to a living hope. And the rebirth that we experience, the birth of water and spirit, is more than just to get a ticket punch to get into heaven someday. It's to see us through this courtroom of pandemic and this courtroom of life, that when our faith is tried, we have hope, a hope that stands forever, a hope that gives us confidence. We've been born again unto hope, re rebirth unto a living hope. Will we get through this? Yes, we will. That's our hope. It's a living hope. What is this hope? It's a reasonable expectation based on trust. It's a confident conclusion that's based on a prior experience. We know who made us the promise. We know what God has done in the past, and we know that he'll see us through this diagnosis, this loss, this failure, this trial of my faith. I've got hope. I've got hope in God that Jesus rose from the grave. He was tested at Calvary. His faith was on trial, but he rose again. And because he lives, 
because he lives, we can live also, not just in the sweet by and by, but in the sour here and now. Oh, can I get a witness to that? Amen. Amen. Right now, Martha and Donna and Hope and Eve. uh, Yes, yes. If Jesus came out of that grave, we are kept by that same power of God. So let the prosecuting attorney rail on. Let the enemy charge and countercharge. Let the verbal assaults rise. Your faith may be on trial, but it will not fail. Can I tell you that? It will not fail. Sarah and Don and Linda and Karen and Trenton and Donna, it will not fail. Your faith will not fail. Can I give you some words for when your faith is on trial? Just a few words. God is still in control. Yeah. This whole world's brought us boatloads of trouble, but take heart. God still occupies the throne of heaven. Heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. And your faith in God is going to triumph. God is in control. Let me give you a second word. God sees where you're at. Yeah. You know, we've been asked to put on masks in social settings. I think we ought to put on glasses as well that has on each lens. God sees. God sees what you're going through. God sees what you're coming up against. God sees what is happening. Whatever you see, God sees. And guess what? God saw it before you saw it. And he provided a way of escape. And he's already charted a course to victory. We come up on one side of the mountain like Abraham and Isaac. We come up weeping like Abraham of old on one side of the mountain. But God sees the ram coming up on the other side of the mountain. God sees what we cannot see. He sees it before we see it. So where faith and obedience meet in the courtroom of our faith, there is a provision that's also coming. God is in control. God sees. God provides. Let me tell you a third thing. God cares. Oh, yes, he does. That's what Simon Peter is telling us. You can cast all your cares on him. That's what he said, because he cares for you. He said, you're going to suffer. You're going to struggle. And Simon Peter lived that. But, oh, he said, you've been reborn to a living hope and that God is going to be with you through it all. He's the one that prayed for me when I went through my trial of faith. He cares. He cares. The struggle that you're in right now is the master sculpting your life into something beautiful, that when you're being tried, it's the very presence of God in your midst, keeping you, working on you, fighting on your behalf, that every battle we face, every false charge we endure, there's grace and there's strength to see us through that God cares. I have the assurance, I have this assurance that the trial of your faith, yes, yes, that though the enemy keeps attacking, the enemy's not going to gain traction. Though you may be tempted to get frustrated and fatigued and you may get to the point where even your voice grows silent, you just don't have the strength to shout anymore. You, You can only whisper, but you don't have to shout just believe. You don't even have to whisper, just believe. Nobody requires profound words of wisdom from you. Just believe. Hold on. Believe. Nobody's expecting you to scale mountains. Just believe. Uh, Your faith is going to come out stronger than ever before, better and more and finer than the purest of all gold. Uh, For real faith, real faith, 
Real faith, the trial of real faith is better than name recognition. It's better than power, glory, riches. It's better than pleasures and treasures. It's better than titles and offices and positions. Real faith endures. It's going to outlast your predicament. It will outlast the pain and trouble. It's going to live longer than your heartache and misery. It's going to survive. Your faith will survive depression and anxiety. It will outlive sickness and outlast even the grave. It will even survive 2020. That's what real faith will do. Real faith is what Jesus is looking for on this earth right now. Real faith is what you're going to be rewarded for. Real faith. Can I just tell you, moms, dad, can I tell you? Real faith is what you're going to be remembered for by the next generation. Real faith is what you're going to be fought over. So fight the good fight of faith and bring glory to God in the end of it all and be persuaded that my God is able to keep what I've committed to him. And I'm persuaded that the storms of life are not going to blow me away. I'm not going to be burned. The smell of smoke is not going to cling to me from 2020, but I'm going to be strengthened, refined, purified by what I'm going through this year. Just believe. Brother Gurley, what are you doing here? I'll tell you what I'm doing. This is the visual imagery that I've been praying this morning. I see each of you at trees right now. And my job right now is to dig around your roots a little bit and to just pour some nutrients, some spiritual nutrients uh, on those roots right now. I'm winterizing every tree of life uh, that I'm talking right now. I'm pouring spiritual vitamins uh, and minerals uh, within your roots uh, that you are going to need to face this season and to come through the trial of your faith. Uh, Remember this. uh, He is holding on to us through this trial. He is praying for you through this trial. He He is still in control. He is your advocate. He's standing up for you. Oh, yes, he is. He's in control. You know what that means? It means the water can't drown you. The fire can't burn you and the wind can't destroy you. So just believe, believe that God is going to make a way for you out of no way that he's the sharp sword for the day of adversity, that shelter, that pavilion in time of testing. He's the one who is exalting every low place and bringing down every high place and bridging every chasm and tunneling through every mountain. That's who he is. And that's what your faith can do for you. Just believe. I'm pouring nutrients into the roots of every spiritual tree right now. I'm winterizing you for the days of head because when the storms begin to try to blow you down and when you've got to fight to keep your head above the water and the floods are coming to drown you in the issues of life, uh, you still believe he is able to keep you from falling. And more than that, he's able to speak new life into your old life. Uh, I want to impress this upon you. Let me impress this upon you right now, that when your faith is being tried, don't focus on the why. Why is this happening to me? Why did they say that to me? Why did they do this? Why did this happen? Don't focus on the why, because the why, answering the why is not going to get you through it. Focus on the who. Focus on God. When you can't understand the why, Lay hold on the who. We used to sing a song. He's never failed me yet. 
He's never failed me yet. Did you remember that song? Jesus Christ has never failed me yet. Everywhere I go, I want the world to know. I want you to know. I want you to know. When you can't understand the why, focus on the who. And he has put something. God has put something in you that's going to survive. John said it in 1 John 5, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that will overcome the world even in 2020, even our faith. Your faith is on trial. The verdict is assured. Your faith is going to win. All that's left for me and you, even in this strange year, is to believe. That's it. Just believe. Believe that all things are possible and that God is going to see me through. And God's going to take me through this time of testing. God is going to bring my family through this season. I'm speaking to somebody right now, and I just, I just feel very, very impressed today. I, 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 because in prayer this morning, I saw trees. I saw trees that the leaves were looking pretty fragile. And I saw trees that were blowing in the wind. And I thought of the importance of the roots the roots of faith. Uh, I want to nourish and I want to strengthen and I want to strengthen those roots of faith. We are rooted and grounded in his love. We are rooted and based in our faith. Uh, Faith, hope, and love. Those are the three abiding roots of our life. I'm trying to strengthen that root of faith uh, because the gale force winds are blowing during this time and you are being beset on every hand, but don't you fear Don't you give up. You hold on. Your faith is on trial. Only believe. God is going to see you through. He did Simon Peter. He said, Satan desired to have you to sift you as wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith fails not. Simon Peter's faith, it shook. Oh, it was shaken very, very hard. It looked like he had fallen. The chief apostle would be no more, but he was redeemed and restored. And 50 days after Calvary, after the shaking, Simon Peter stands up and preaches the faith once delivered to the saints. No wonder wonder Satan fought Simon so hard. And no wonder Satan is fighting this generation, this generation upon whom the ends of the world have come, because we've got the faith that the world needs to hear. Your faith is on trial, but your faith will prove victorious in this day and in this age. Oh, can I get a witness to that? Walton and Ronald and Cassie and Patty and Mike, I believe that our faith is going to survive even this season, and we're going to get through this time. Thank you for being a part of it. I'm looking forward to this week of devotion. We are living in pivotal times. You don't need me to tell you that. I, uh, we had some group out of Washington. They're setting up a bus this evening on our church parking lot and uh, doing a prayer meeting, I, I think around five o'clock, for ladies. Just just asked if they could do that. And I thought, what an unusual day that we're living in, that people are having impromptu prayer meetings. Maybe, maybe, could it be? Could it be that an awakening has come? Have faith to hold on that God's got something better for you and for this whole world that for it to go out with the whimper. Rise, church of God. Rise, child of God. This is your victory 
Your faith is going to see you through. Thank you for being a part of this. Share this with others. Encourage one another. Leave prayer requests out to the side. Let's pray one for another. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow morning. And may the Lord be with you on this Monday. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.